Hi friends, I'm Bree Jones, owner and founder of Cash Strategies. I created Cash Strategies to help small businesses manage their cash flow in order to avoid those sleepless nights worrying about financial stability and ushering in a new era where your company not only thrives, but also empowers you to live the life you've always desired. Our podcast explores all things cash flow, from budgets to forecasting income, to recording data, to analyzing that data. My goal is to make cash flow fun and most importantly, understandable. I'm here to help, so let's get started. Hello, folks. This past week, I attended a conference in San Antonio and caught a cold. But true to my slogan about small business owners, my job is to show up even a little under the weather. So here I am trying not to miss a Tuesday. Here's another trick about running a small business. Always be open to pivot. Today I had a topic prepared to chat about, but another subject just keeps coming up in my head. So I'm going to go with my gut and talk about time management as a small business owner and the showing up part of my mantra. The mantra I say at the end of my podcast, remember to show up, solve problems and keep learning. So I asked myself, especially this week, coming off a conference, sick, tired, legitimately worn out, show up now, show up still, I'm going to burn myself out. How can I show up everywhere all the time and still expect excellence for myself and my business? If you ask some people, they will say the answer to this is time management. Follow the Eisenhower matrix. If you don't know what that is, Google it because it's super duper cool. Or block scheduling, schedule in rest days, schedule all your meetings in one day. So you have work time in one day and rest time in another. And yes, I agree with all of that. Those are great tools for people that are aware they need them and know how to use them. But let's start a little higher. Let's start with noticing where you're at and what you can do right now to start showing up for yourself and thereby showing up for your business. See, I feel like I have two different, drastically different pieces of my personality. And I don't know if this will be strange or odd, or as my husband calls me, just a little bit quirky, but I feel like there are people out there that might be the same as me. So here I go. I have one part of my personality who is what I would call Brie on the go. This Brie loves to travel, loves an adventure, loves talking with her friends. This Brie is outgoing, ready to try new things and ready to go at a moment's notice. Her schedule stays packed with personal and business things all meshed together. And marking her off her to-do list is literally the best feeling in the world. And she loves all of that. I love all of that. When my daughter was younger, I used to make a day of the week an Annabelle and mommy adventure day. And we used to go into, when we lived in California, we used to go into the city of San Francisco and do all things San Francisco. We used to be tourists for the day and we would go to Alcatraz and We would walk the Golden Gate Bridge. And one day I set up a day where I figured out all the cupcake wars bakeries 
in the city of San Francisco. And we try, we moved from one bakery to another bakery to another bakery. And then we had like a taste test at the end. And it was so much fun. I loved doing all of that and, and being busy and I loved it. And I love being productive. And like I said, marking the things off my to-do list are incredible. And sometimes I'm one of those people that put the things on the to-do list just to mark it off that I have done it. So that is on Brie on the go. And dare I say, she totally wears me out. It's amazing how much she wears me out. So when she does, the other part of me comes out and I would call that Brie, someone who lives and loves to live in a cave. So we'll call her cave dweller Brie. This Brie binge watches The Crown and numerous other shows on Netflix, Hulu, and other streaming apps you can think of. She ignores her very best friend's calls on the regular, and y'all know who you are. Cave dweller Brie loves sleeping. She loves quiet. She loves not talking or engaging with people. This Brie will literally do puzzles for days and days. She will also play video games for hours and hours and hours. I'm sure many of you that know me can attest to all of this. And this has always been a big part of my personality. Um, I have always played video games. I've even enjoyed watching people play video games for hours. I've enjoyed when I was little, I loved playing with my Barbie dolls in my room by myself. I remember creating like blanket forts over my canopy bed and creating worlds and imaginary places that I would just stay in all day long. And I loved it. I loved being away from the hustle and bustle. I loved not having to make decisions. I loved the idea of not being productive in a way that I'm marking off a to-do list. So that side of my personality, I will say, she's a little lazy. She's a little indulgent in terms of needing rest and relaxation and time alone. Now, some of you guys might be thinking at this point, well, that she's clearly describing an extroverted piece of her personality and clearly describing an introverted piece of her personality. And I could go totally go with those two definitions. And I guess what I'm saying is that I just have a very, very good connection with both of these pieces of my personality. And I've heard so many people say, well, sometimes you're more extroverted, but then you have to offer your introverted side something, or sometimes you're more introverted, but you have to go with your extroverted side. And that that's all very true. So I'm just telling you what I literally feel like day in and day out and how it's important for me to understand both of these pieces, being a small business owner in a world where I'm making decisions for a business that's supporting me and my family and other people, because you have to be productive. You, I need to be on the go Brie a lot as a small business owner. But I have this other piece inside of me 
that I also need to honor. And I feel like everybody, whether you consider yourself an extrovert or an introvert, I feel like everybody has these pieces inside of them. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I am just a little quirky. So how then do I manage time with both of these two obvious extremes in me? The on-the-go Brie and the cave dweller Brie. One is a go-getter. One is a busy bee. The other, a cave dweller who loves to live in my own world. And I'll be honest here, I didn't get that I had these two sides of my personality for a very long time. But I did notice that crowds after a while wore me out. So what that means is that I could be in a crowd, I can make small talk, I'm not awkward, I'm, I love it, I love being out, I love being places, but then after a while it really wore me out. But then I also realized that being in my own world by myself for a long time wasn't good and wasn't healthy for me. So if I'm playing video games all day or binge watching a series all weekend, I get that I'm not super being super healthy and it's not engaging my brain to think and to act and to do things that I need it to do. So because of that, and I have these way extremes in my brain, I created a life for me that looks like I'm really great at time management. I think, I think it does look really great. Like I'm, a, I'm really great at time management. It looks like I can do six weekend volleyball tournaments in a row with my daughter and my husband, all while working and scheduling rest when and where I need it. I'm also now running two businesses and volunteering on the side with things that I do. And I do all of that. I do all of that. But how is my brain actually doing that? And hopefully I can say it in a way that makes sense, but here's my trick. And I hope to goodness this helps somebody out there because otherwise I'm just, I'm just really alone. <laughs> so let's start, I start, I'm gonna start with Brie on the go. She's getting stuff done, so let's start with her. But you could start with either of them, but we're going to start with her. So Brie on the go goes and goes and goes until I notice that I'm starting to get worn out. So I listen to her. I listen to that at a conference or at a volleyball tournament or days packed with meetings. I pay attention if I'm getting tired, if I'm getting short with my family and my coworkers, if I'm feeling overwhelmed. And this is when I encourage cave dweller Brie to come out. Binging shows, doing puzzles, ignoring calls, taking a walk by myself, taking a longer way to get somewhere that I'm, I have plenty of time to get to gives me a sense of control. It allows me to breathe. It gives me a break from craziness around. So um, we were at a conference this past week, like I said, and there were a couple mornings that I just decided to stay in the hotel room an extra hour or an extra hour and a half. I wasn't missed at the conference. Everything was taken care of. I did some work in the hotel room, but most of that was just to get my bearings because we had stayed out 
pretty late for me and I just needed some quiet time. So all I needed was an hour or two to get my energy back up, to go back into that exhibit hall, to go back into those classes, to go sell our business. So I just listened to Cave Dweller Bree. So when I'm in Cave Dweller mode though, I need to be very careful about getting on the go Brie to come back out <laughs> because I could have stayed in that hotel room all day long and not done a darn thing. And so she needs to come back just a teeny tiny bit before Cave Dweller Brie has actually crossed the threshold into lazy. And when is that, you ask? Or, and I would define that is, am I missing deadlines that I've set for myself or my clients or my coworkers? And usually the excuse you use is because you haven't felt inspired or creative or you just don't feel like working. Are you, do you find yourself scrolling on your phone instead of taking care of your family? like in a way that the dog hasn't gone out for a really, really long time that day. That's when on the go Brie needs to push and push hard. I do one thing on that to-do list to get some momentum. And so as I sit here recording this, a little sick and a little tired, I understand that today was a Tuesday that I needed to get this podcast done. And I'm happy to do it because as soon as I'm done, I get to go back to cave dwelling because I also recognize that I'm sick and I'm tired and I'm exhausted from the conference last week. So does that make sense? I really hope it does. As I say it, it makes sense to me. I hope it makes sense to everyone else. I would say that I think the smartest thing, one of the smartest things you can do as a business owner is to set goals, financial and otherwise for yourself. And we'll swing this back around to cash flow in a minute. Set goals of big ones and small ones and fast ones and slow ones. And the reason that's important is because on days that you just don't feel like doing anything, you can just pick one of those little small fast ones and do it and have some momentum that's forward and changing and moving. And the other ones you also need to set, the big ones and the slow ones, because the days that you actually do need to go into your cave and take a rest and take a break and take a moment, those goals will be there and you will get to them. So when that happens, you can take a rest and you can still binge watch TV because sure enough, every day, you will be moving towards something bigger or every other day, but don't let it get to that third day that you're not moving towards something bigger. Had I missed this podcast today, and now it's late, not late into the night, it's late for me into the night, I would absolutely not beat myself up. I would have recognized that I missed a goal and tried to do better the next time. And because I wasn't stuck in the self-loathing, I likely would have actually done better next time and been excited about it. So the second smartest thing you can do as a business owner, I think, again, one of the smartest things 
is to notice internally and externally around you. And this is where I'm going to tie it into cash flow. So understanding how you manage yourself and your time and your schedule, then understand how you manage your finances, your cash flow and your business. It's, it's all in the noticing. Are you good? Are you not good? What is one thing that will make you better? And are you not sure about that? Then for sure, ask somebody for help. Ask somebody their opinion. And if they give it to you and you think that's not the right answer, it's not. But at least, guess what? You did something. You moved, you changed, you started moving forward. The noticing is often the hardest part of all but it also makes the most life-changing and helpful progression towards success and towards goals. And so this has to do with cash flow because if you start noticing where your profit is going, where your money is going, do you have money at the end of the month? Do you have money at the end of the week? Do you have money at the end of the year? Do you not have that? Do you not have as much as you want? Do you have more than you want? and you want to do more with it, that's when you'll start understanding that there are things that you could learn to change what is happening to you right now. So I hope this helps someone out there in the ether world. If so, you can subscribe to my podcast. You can share it with your friends. I hope to catch you next Tuesday come hell or high water. And thanks for listening. And remember, as a small business owner, your job is to show up, solve problems, and keep learning. Thanks a lot.